anything much. There's a bird with you. Y'all ready? Can y'all hear me? What are we talking about today? Starting off with, I'm talking about. Hold on, see your mic check. Mic hey, check. Yeah, hey. You hear me? I'm talking about, yeah. We, we need to play that. The B said, B, go ahead start us off. Well, first say, do your intro. What's good, y'all? We back. Kids next door. Woo! Next door. Woo! We it's a big dandada with a hurt shoulder. We in the village with P. Scott, that boy Mitch, E-Man, and D-Ho. Aries Gonzalez. It's Brent DT, today. DT, he on his way. It's Brent today. It's Brent. It's Brent. Hey, y'all. We, we, we got some good stuff to talk about today. We got some good stuff to, you know, get off our, our chest. Not me. Before that, we're going to start off with a little game. The Holy Spirit. There's a Holy Spirit with We're going to start off with a little game called I'm Talking About. Y'all ready? I'm not ready. I ain't know. At all. He said at all. Okay, I'm going to start us off. Yeah, we got to make sure y'all can hear. Mic, check. One, two, right. three. You in on this? Okay. I'm talking about? No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I just haven't ever heard you. Are right, y'all ready? Y'all ready? For real. Why you just brush his, brush his hair like that? No, I just, it was just a little bit. What you bit playing with his hair oh, for? What, what you mic you need? You you, he, is he, are you saying, y'all saying one? Oh, uh, yeah, we can. We got when DT head. come in. Or? When DT come in, do a press and I'll share one. All right. I'll just share this with me, email for now. Um, I've, I've been informed that Sarah's listening, so shout out to you, Sarah. Can you hear, can you hear me through this mic? Yeah, we can hear you. Big mess. What's up, Sarah? You want to put your headphones in? Sarah. Uh... Cause I don't know where that plugs into. We got some stuff to talk about, man. Listen, man, we're gonna make another track. That's the real question. For real, we need a kids next door. I got a track. I Come on, a, hey, I was in, I was in the booth earlier. Today. I got a, I got a level lore type. He track. always in the beat. Just in the booth. With, uh, Drew. I literally just came from the beat. Drew on the comment. I just got a new uh, drum pack. You ever heard a tri freeze or something like that? Tri freeze. Yeah, nah. tough. I got um, a drum, drum right. pack for Go ahead, get this B. Go ahead, get All right, ready? I'm talking about wall. I'm talking about foam. I'm talking I'm about ET. I'm talking about home. Ooh. I'm talking about call. I'm talking about phone. I'm talking about garden. I'm talking about gnome. I'm talking about Simpson. I'm talking about dome. I'm talking about rock. I'm talking about stone. I'm talking about silver. I'm talking about chrome. I'm, I'm talking, talking about playing. I'm talking about flown. I'm talking about garden. I'm talking about gnome. Mm. I'm talking about Doug. Them a dome. Hey, <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about <laughs> two. I'm talking about grown. That works. Wait, say it again. I'm talking two two. I'm talking about grown. I'm talking about plain. I'm talking about flown. Mm. I'm talking about voice. I'm talking about tone. I'm talking about mind. I'm talking about own. I'm talking about weights. I'm talking about grown. I'm talking about vehicles. I'm talking about drones. I'm talking mm. about yeah. I'm talking about throne. Mm. I'm talking about car. I'm talking about drove. I'm talking about, about, go ahead. I'm saying I'm talking about post. I'm saying Malone. Mm. 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 Talking about seeds. I'm talking about song. I'm talking mm. about car. I'm talking Malone. Okay. We can keep going with that. We can keep going with that. I'm talking about bubble. I'm talking about dome. Okay. I like that. I'm talking solitude. I'm talking alone. I'm talking about dog. I'm talking about bone. I'm talking about freestyle. I'm talking off the dome. Oh. New one? I'm talking about cribs. I'm talking about homes. We still got it. We still got it. We still got it. Are we? I'm talking about driving. I'm talking about cones. I'm talking about ice cream. I'm talking about cones. I'm talking about empire. I'm talking about Rome. I'm talking designer. I'm talking Vilone. That's good. That's a good one. That's really good. I'm talking Sylvester. I'm talking Stallone. I'm talking touchdown. I'm talking red zone. Ooh. Okay. 
Hmm. I'm talking music. I'm talking headphone. That's nice. That's Go ahead, nice. E-Man. Talking about no, I'm talking about known. <laughs> no way. No way. No way. No way. No way. No way. That was a that was pretty good one. That was solid though. I ain't trying to I'm talking it. the island. I'm talking about Fiji. Word. That's a hard one. That is a hard one. What? I'm you talking said Mario. Luigi. I'm talking Luigi. I'm talking Ooh. demonic. I'm talking about Ouija. Ooh. I'm, talk- I'm talking about wiper. I'm talking about squeezy. I'm talking about fruits. I'm talking about kiwi. Dang it, you too much. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. I'm talking about ocean. I'm talking about seaweed. Mm. I'm talking about preggy. I'm talking about riri. Oh, you. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. She's okay. taken. I'm hurt. I'm talking about radio. I'm talking about TV. I'm Ooh. saying Lil John. I'm talking about Ski Ski. Mm. I'm talking about Tucci. I'm talking about Wheezy. Okay, I like that. I'm talking You Know Me. I'm talking about Kiki. I'm talking about 90s. I'm talking about CDs. I'm saying Toy Story. I'm talking about Wheezy. Hey, okay. I'm talking about movie. I'm talking about 3D. I'm talking about asthma. I'm talking about Wheezy. I'm talking Phineas and Ferb. I'm talking about 2D. I'm talking about Lil Wayne. I'm talking about Wheezy. I'm talking about Pear. I'm talking about Boosie. I'm talking Chris Brown. I'm talking about Breezy. I'm talking about Drake. I'm talking about Toozy. I'm talking about sweater. I'm talking about Coogee. I'm talking about theater. I'm talking about movie. I like it. I'm talking about skating. I'm talking about groovy. I'm talking about Glock. I'm talking about Thule. I'm talking about slides. I'm talking about Gucci. I'm talking about broken car. I'm talking about hoopty. I'm talking Ooh. about mouse. I'm talking about ratatouille. Kiss Ooh. next door. I'm talking about hoo wee. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and make a song. Ooh. I'm talking about. That's the name of the single. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. I'll end it right there. Kids end it right there. Kids next door. Kids All right, y'all. I'm going to go ahead and hand it off to Mitch. Quick warm up. That was a quick warm up. That was a quick little warm up. Hey, we may revisit that soon, maybe. If y'all would like to hear some more, go ahead and call in. Y'all know the drill. 765-998-4821. Again, that's 765-998-4821. He said it real smooth, though. Oh, that's funny. Oh, we need donations. So, how about you call seven six five nine Also, call one eight hundred Steamer. Stanley Steamer is yours. One eight hundred. Money, money, money. 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 Oh, so we gonna tell people. <coughs> Hello. Say that's, it again. That's Sarah. That's Sarah. I can't. What's hear going that. on, Sarah? It's definitely Sarah. I know it's Sarah. Is it Sarah? What's hey, put the put the put the head part up to the microphone. We are gonna have to tell them to call. We are gonna have to take out a call. Can y'all hear us? We have to tell them to call after we talk about something. Hey, after the topic's brought up. Oh, we can, we got periods where say that one more time. Either yeah. call period, okay? Yeah, call period. Look at uh, look the at station. Uh, like WTR. If you just so, go to Taylor University. Who is that? Oh, that's not on the app. Oh, my bad. Sarah, it's not Sarah. It's not Sarah. That's what it is. It's this. This is him. This is he. This is him. This is he. I'm you, this you is him? He. Of course. I'm him. Who is this? That's a hard thing to say. I'm him. I'm him. Who AirPods is these? Who are you? Let me get him. Oh, that's me. I'm still missing one of oh, my If you don't get out of my face with that, what's that? good with you? I know exactly who this is. I don't know. Because you have an accent. Is this anonymous or can we drop name drop? You know who? You have an accent. Accent. 
Do y'all realize that the listeners do Ooh. not Here, know what's I'm going to give it to We got a we got a prank caller, y'all. Um, we need to work on the speaker. Right now. My man's DT. DT in the crib, oh. Look at him. Look at him. A little ugly. You know, but well, I'm talking about family. I'm talking about crew. What's <laughs> good in the hood? I'm talking DT. I'm talking that dude. Hey, shout out to my boy uh, right, listen, DT. I'm just coming through, phone, man. People, we're going to have call periods. Call whenever you feel free to, but we're going to have specific periods. Because we didn't have the topic yet. Facts. So whoever this hey, is, I got people, a topic. People gonna be asleep by the time we have a topic. We got one. 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 We We got one. We got First and foremost, everyone in this room is a believer of Christ. Right. Amen. We are unashamed. Unashamed believers of Christ. Yes, sir. Um, we're on this podcast a lot, but we have to give glory to God on today's podcast. That's first. That's first. Come on, brother. Um, so this podcast name was did not come to me myself but the someone, episode the episode name um did not come to me myself but someone i was playing uh we're not really strange with a few peers of mine this weekend and they said mitch you are unapologetically you mm. so today's mm. topic is unapologetically me unapologetically um, me or us and the kids next door so this is what I want to start with, y'all. Y'all can go ahead and chime in whenever I want to chime in. I got a few notes from Kendall Miller from a conversation we just have. K Mills. Um, shout out K Mills. Yeah, shout out my boy K Mills, bro. Okay. Jesus, Jesus Christ said, the person without sin cast the first stone. Did he not say that? He said that, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I just want to start with this question. Do people see God, truly see God as a redeemer or as just a rule book to guide them to do good things? A condemner. What do people see God as? A redeemer? Do people truly see God as a redeemer? Do Mm. people see a murderer that has given his life to God or her life to God and say, oh, I hold no judgment or I have no ill will towards that person? Or do they look at that person and just say, I'm still disgusted by what you've done? How do y'all view God? Do y'all view, do y'all truly believe that God redeems? What do y'all feel about that? Uh, I think, you know, when you talk about God, um, it's three different forms of God. You know, you got your Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Uh. More often than not, I think of the Father when I think of God. You know, that's somebody who created me, takes care of me, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and that's, I feel like that's the type of relationship I have with him. It's like, you know, it's more of a caring and like, you know, he looking after me. And if you, if he's truly looking after me and, you know, he put, he really put everything in my heart, the good and the bad, to create me to make me who I am, I'm always going to see him as a redeemer. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like if it isn't for the trials and tribulations that we come across, 
then, you know, how, how do we truly know God, you know? Like, think of, like, when we was 10 years old. We, we, we don't know God nowhere near as much as we do now. But all of our failures and all those moments where we had to rely on him throughout the past 10, 11, 12 years, mm. like, that's what really... I feel like that's 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 what the that's what defines God is how much you know him and how basically he saved you from everything that you've been through. That's why I always look at him as a redeemer. I uh I ran into this like this influencer was talking about his relationship with God and I ran into this quote that he said today and he said, There's a shift that occurs when you find out that Yah, Yahweh, is more concerned with healing you than condemning you. Mm. Yeah, healing you than condemning you. Because I feel like a lot of times we make mistakes, mm-hmm. and we you know face the the repercussions, the consequences. We like, dang, this is punishment. Mm-hmm. This is he's condemning me right now. Yeah. But in reality, he's healing you. He's fine tuning us. Mm-hmm. Y'all talking, y'all talking that talk right now. Has anybody got something to say before? Let me just say this: you both have played this Woman's Day. Um. Y'all just literally played into the y'all y'all played it perfectly. God is a redeemer, right? God forgives. Saul, before he was a prophet of the Lord, was a murderer. A murderer. Brandon, you say Saul was out here. You said he that had a boy dirty. He was a gangster. He was a gangster. Brandon says he was a gangster. He, he still said, was. Yes. Um, Brandon says he has a, a horrible mouth. Also, ain't that crazy? Let me just talk about that real quick. I think that's so funny. God needed someone like. Paul to carry out his work. He needed somebody who was tough. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not ready, afraid ready to, to exactly. Mm-hmm. Like I heard one preacher ready was talking, to do the dirty work. Exactly. You need he needed someone like Paul to go around That's about going to these different yeah. churches and stuff like that, these different groups and be like, Y'all tripping. Mm. And I just think it's funny that I heard someone talk about it that he most likely had a filthy mouth. Like he was mm-hmm. probably cussing just to get his point across. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, we human. Uh, another example, God using Moses. A lot of people don't realize that, but Moses had a stuttering problem. Mm-hmm. Mo- Moses is like, I'm not qualified for this. Mm-hmm. God said, I qualify you straight. Go mm-hmm. ahead. To your point, we are on this earth, and our number one desire is to be like Jesus, is to be Christ-like. Why do we want to be Christ-like in every aspect of our lives? But when it comes to forgiving people for what they've done and truly forgiving them for what they've done, what is it? So why why do we choose to hold people's past against them? Why do we choose to gossip upon people and what we've heard about people? The point of asking, um, do we see God as a redeemer is because for everyone in this room, for the most part, especially uh, three of us. Well, we all, everyone in this room has a past. Everyone in this room has a past that we most of the time are not proud of. Um, But we have a path that we are not ashamed to address. Mm. We have a path and we have a past that we have addressed head on, that we are very open to talk about. So many things we've done, so many things that we have done, right? Right. But it seems, even though 
we have addressed these things head on. The world, the people around us continue to sit on the information that they hear and they still say, that's Saul. That's not Paul. I was just thinking Saul too. Mm-hmm. That's Saul right there. Aren't you the same person that was killing the Christians? You're not the one that's preaching. Wait, isn't this the same guy that was murdering the Christians back a few weeks ago? Mm-hmm. They don't see us as Paul. You believe in God. But you don't understand that God redeems and God changes, right? right? Mm-hmm. So my next question for y'all, my next question for y'all would be this. Do y'all feel like your past has held y'all back in a way? Like it's not holding you back. You have moved forward. You're moving forward and you're living your life happily. You're blessed God is blessing you, but yeah, but you feel the context, the context is, is of just anything of anything, right? Anything I like think, go ahead, B. I think I let my past hold me back. Just in like little things. My base thing is being aware that, that I'm a hypocrite, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I think a lot of Christians don't necessarily like. We're all hypocrites. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't be a Christian and not be a hypocrite, because like we we. Say, believe, and preach one thing. <laughs> but do something else. But do something else. And it's, we, we can't help it. we just imperfect like that. Yeah. But my biggest thing is I'm so aware of that, and I think that sometimes it discourages me. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I do one thing, but at the same time, I'm trying to preach the other. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. not listening to my own advice. And I think, that's, I think that holds me back mainly. It's mainly that versus other people. Because other people... I can I can kind of get past that. I'm like, well, you can, you can believe what you want to believe about me. I got my boys, the ones who really know me. But as far as me deeply, I'm like, wow. I'm saying one thing, but at the same time, I also struggle with this thing. Do you, do you struggle with forgiving yourself? Most definitely. Is it easier for you to forgive others than yourself? Most definitely. Why is that? I think I'm just harder on myself. Mm. Don't know why. But I think knowing that I'm a Christian, I know that I have a higher pedestal and so I have to be more careful with what I'm doing mm-hmm. because anytime it's like if I make a mistake it holds way more weight than a non-Christian because mm. it's like oh you're a Christian but you did this wow that's the guy that you represent wow it's like it holds a lot more because I'm representing the kingdom not just myself right mm-hmm. Right. so I think I think there's there's a healthy way to go about it but there's definitely an unhealthy way of being aware about that. You said being a Christian on a higher pedestal. But let's say in this scenario, this is just a Christian community we're in, right? Mm. <clears throat> Someone said a, a great quote to me today. We were talking about uh, just dating and relationships and girls looking for the perfect guy or vice versa, us looking for the perfect girl, right? <coughs> and this person said... Mitch, you have to understand when it comes to being a leader, the perfect leader is the person that's vulnerable and lets people understand they aren't perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the perfect dude is going to be honest about his dirt. Right. So, Preston, let me pass to you real quick, Preston. I want you to kind of speak about a time that you have because Preston's dating someone right now. Um, yes, he is. And 
pressing is you're older than your girlfriend. If I don't believe, yeah, older than your girlfriend, more experience, like in the dating realm. Preston is also a leader, football captain, but also just a great, wonderful person. Piggybacking off of what How do you lead? Do you lead? Do you lead by letting your girlfriend know you're not perfect? Like, how do you lead in your relationship? That's a good that's question. A, hey, that's a good question. I've been trying to peel back Preston for so long. Go ahead, <laughs> P. Oh, man. Uh, oh, wait, hold up. What you mean by that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you trying to peel back. Oh, here, oh we go. Go. here we go again. Here we go again. Hey, oh, what man. What y'all daffing up for? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, look at Rico. Look at Rico. Oh, Uncle Rico. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> trying to think. I've never really, never really been asked this, this question before but something like all right so let's look at it starting out like outside of relationships I've always been told I was a good leader even though sometimes I didn't believe it because like even though I'm really outgoing around the people that I'm close to a lot of times I can kind of just hold back and be quiet so like for like all right being a captain of the football team I'd usually let the other captains do all the talking and I would kind of I would kind of lead more by action and mm. I would describe myself as a quiet leader, so when I do talk, people actually listen because, like, you know, he doesn't really talk much, so when he is talking, he's probably saying something that we should say. But honestly, I rely on my actions more than, like, my words. So, like, obviously, in my relationship, like, we both know that we're not perfect, and that was, like, from the start. So, like, that kind of helped it out a lot, but other than that, I literally just – I don't know. I'm not trying to simplify because relationships aren't always just easy. But I, I literally just like, I want to do. I don't even know how to say this. Uh. Like. Like she helps me be the best version of myself, which mm-hmm. allows for me to lead the way that I need say to lead. Be the best version of myself. Aww. That's love right there, man. That's love. <laughs> I want person to continue, but listen to my viewers, to the viewers for today. Remember this. God puts people in our lives that help push us to be the best versions of ourselves. That's why you pushing P. P Preston did not just say, Preston did not just say. She completes him, but he says she is pushing him to be his best version. So continue, Preston. I'm sorry. Continue. Go ahead, peace, God. I mean, it's really just that. I mean, having someone that is okay that, you know, you've made mistakes or, like, knows that you're not perfect. It, I don't know. It just takes, like, that, uh, the weight off your shoulders so you can, like, actually, like, be this new version of yourself. Um, I mean... To me, it's not. There's not really much more to it, really. I just, I lead by actions, just because. Also, it kind of goes into like you really care about that person, so you want to give them the best life possible too. So then that just, I don't know. It's just more motivation to, you know, practice what you preach almost. Mm. Yeah. We are all leaders in this room. And with that being said, we are all on the higher pedestal. But that's like we got PAs in here, former PAs in here, football captains, uh, people who've been asked to speak for different events on campus, DAs, film majors. Like, we all, going back to what I said earlier, we all on that pedestal and people look up to us, which is a really cool thing. But it's like we have to be more careful 
in the way we lead and things like that. So kind of like what Preston was saying. Um, but we also have different ways of leading too. Like Mitch, Mitch is a great leader. Mitch is a great leader, man. Respect, brother. Uh, <laughs> Respect. Uh, y'all peep his beard though. He been scratching it the whole time. I'm a low key connect too. Connect is now. He think he looking nice. He always looking nice. I'm a deep thought right now. That's all I said. He like he like getting guys thought. I got a beard too. Mine coming in too. Say something about my beard. Yeah. Say something about my beard. Someone the other day said your beard looking kind of nice. Brandon Smith does that. Everyone in here has. Who said that? Uh, I'm not gonna name drop, but um, I want my man DT talk about this next. So Brandon just said something, right? What Brandon just said is, which for people who do not know us, can come off to be very arrogant. Mm -hmm. We are all leaders in this room. Can we come come off very arrogant? We know that we're leaders in this room because we are going to first tell y'all why we are not qualified to be leaders in a sense we go, we're going to address our dirt right mm -hmm. we're going to let you know uh um you have what you have a porn addiction well guess what i had this also back in the day i dealt with this too mm -hmm. um it was tough but i can help guide you through this i did this also you know talk, what i'm saying talk about keep it real real quick oh yeah like what keep, we did keep it real yeah talk, keep talk it about real. what talk about what keep it real was well uh Trevor Garbo decided to start Keep It Real on oh our non-plan. I was about to say. Big shout to Trevor. I was non-plan. Brandon Smith decided to, That's instead funny. of having a Bible study on our floor iceberg, he was just like, let's just do it. I was a, a PA at the time. That's why. Big PA. Big PA tings. He, he was all right. Word. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> he was a very great PA. I'm weak. Excellent. Love. That's love. Outstanding PA. <laughs> Magnificent. I had, to, I had to respect my predecessor. Respect. Respectfully. You, yeah, I too. Respect. Hey, respectfully. 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 He was a DA Respectfully. I was a DA. I was a DA. He used to be like, it would be like leaving the uh, the DC. I'd be like, where are you about to go? Bro, I got, I got a DA meeting. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have, he'd have that, that book in hand. I'm like, you read that book? No. no. <laughs> I know, because listen, I would read it right before the meeting, though. It was only like five pages, so it was an easy little It was, it was easy funny because there was someone who really wanted that DA spot. <laughs> hey, no, 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 no. No, 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 Letting people understand, listen, I struggled with lust. I have drinking alcohol before. I have done so many bad things before. I have done so much bad, but I am trying to do good. That's what Keep It Real was about. Mm -hmm. It was a safe outlet for people to keep it real about what they're going through. Um, and I want DT to say this, okay? I want DT to bring it back. I want DT to hop on this. You do need to bring it back. When it comes to us being leaders, the reason why we say unapologetically me or us is because people that we are surrounded by have an image of us and the image that they have of us is the same image that we given them ourselves we told these people we struggle with this we told these people yeah i've had a situation before broke it off with this girl was toxic my fault i made some mistakes we've told these people that 
and they take it and they twist it and say, oh, you're that same person. No, no. So DT, I want you to answer this question if you don't mind. Okay. DT is very open about uh, being DT, DT, DT. Um, <laughs> DT on the floor. Yeah, but like in a sense of DT, DT is a very confident person. Very, very, very confident person. Very friendly person. Um, second best looking to Michael B. Jordan. Second best looking. I'm telling you, when I turn 25, it's over. Second best looking. <laughs> so V. People can easily have a perception about you. Can yeah. easily make assumptions about you. Yeah. But any assumption they've made about you are assumptions that you have addressed. So how do you deal with that? With people addressing things that you've addressed many of times over and over again? Um, well, since I've been here, my experience here so far, um, people don't really... As far as I know, from what people have told me that they assume about me was that I was just a, a, a cool, perfect, almost guy. No, <laughs> no, real talk. Like I've like that's what I've heard, and they don't think like I've done any like dirt or anything. Like I kind of live like a peaceful life, I guess. I don't know, um, but I'm definitely not that way. Um, I'm definitely imperfect. Definitely imperfect. I've done so much stuff in my in my life and you know i tell them like i feel like i don't want anybody to look at me as if i i I did live a perfect life or i am this just like regular nice casual person that you can talk to in the student center or whatnot like i want people to know like where i came from the environment that way i can learn from them they can learn from me um for the most part people just think i'm a nice dude like and i i guess i am because i've always been friends with just about everybody anybody um but the way i just deal with you know having to tell people like who i am and stuff is just basically just be honest um this is who i am i'm unapologetically me like this is the stuff that i've done this stuff that i do this stuff that i want to get better at um Mm. i want to say go ahead Thank you, Brandon. I was going to throw a question to you. I want this meat, Brandon. I want. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. What? Let's get down to the. Let's get We're down to the. We're going to a break real quick. Listen, 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 listen. Okay, kick that's him off the why. classroom. Listen, I'm saying that. Listen, let's get down to the nitty gritty with Brandon Smith right now. My bad. Okay, my bad. I'm saying like I want to get. I want to get down to the to the core. To the core. Let's get down to the core. To the core. Word. Let's get to the core. The Let's me. Get to the core, Brandon. <laughs> what? He was talking uh, directly to you. <laughs> what? Keep it real. Listen. Okay. Let's get down to the core. I'm sorry about that, y'all. That, that, that was wild. That was really wild. That was wild. That was wild. I also wanted to say, like, it's also different, like, coming coming to a school that's like a PWI and just being a black man oh on campus. Goodness. It's mm. actually definitely, definitely different. Thank you. Um, Thank you. That's why we stand out. That's that's what you about. about yeah. Brandon Smith is. And I feel like I feel like a lot of eyes are always on on us to 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 be this and that. Like, there's a couple guys like you know I, I won't throw names out there, but there's guys that come up to me. They're like, "You listen to this rap song, this and that." Like, yeah. I'm like, what do you mean by that? Like, how do you know I listen to rap music? Like, you're just already assuming stuff about me, or just like, like Thomas Rhett. Or just right, like right. Or they'll say some ignorant stuff like where it come, where it's like you know, basically like just very ignorant when it comes to like race, like you know what I mean. I remember. Oh, man. Or just like 
Or just like some black type stereotype or something like, oh, you like fried chicken? I wore a do-rag. Like, hey, I, I, got, I got a lot of stories I wore a do-rag <laughs> and someone asked me why I was trying to be like a thug. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, it's, are it's you stuff for like me? that, or it's like when we are in a group and we start laughing all loud and stuff, and then people start like getting scared, kind of almost because we running around them. having a good time. You know what I mean? Ooh. Or it's just like sometimes I feel like there's good and bad when they look at us as black men on campus. Sometimes I feel like they're like, you know, there's a thug right there. Or like sometimes it's just like I don't know. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like. Because of that, in the way we carry ourselves, mm-hmm. we just yeah. got our own style. Yeah. At the same time, it's like people will gravitate towards gravitate, us. and they want to know more, yeah. and they and they and they are invested in us. Like, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. because of the way that we all carry ourselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We all carry ourselves as if we all want to be successful. We all want to be great black men in our community and be able to uplift others. But forgetting um, just carrying ourselves as just great black men. Yeah. Us just being black men, we carry ourselves with a different as they would say, swagger, mm-hmm. a different confidence, I would say. For sure. A different confidence. And I want Brandon Smith to answer this question. Um, this is just going on to the image thing, right? To the image thing. Brandon Smith is, besides being my best friend, so of course I'm very biased towards it. This is a great individual, people. Yeah. Everyone that knows Brandon understands this is a wonderful mm-hmm. individual. Like a wonderful individual. And not just because... Can't confirm. Not, not just because... I'm very biased, but listen, not just because he shows that love is a verb, but because he will look you dead in your face and tell you what's really going on and keep it real with you. Mm-hmm. After Brandon, I'm not going to give too much. I want him to address this, okay? When it comes to your image, Brandon, mm-hmm. with us having a certain confidence, with us having a certain swagger, with us being just genuinely nice people, um... How do you feel people see your image? You show them your image by you being honest, you being straight up, you confessing things, confessing your sins. You do everything the Bible will tell you to do. But these people still find some way to take it and run with it and make it more than what it, more than what it is. Mm-hmm. So how do you go about that, Brandon? That's tough. That's something I'm still trying to figure out. That's something I'm still trying to figure out. But... Like, for example, me just being the friendly person that I am, my biggest thing is I always just want to, wherever I'm at, I just want to spread joy, love, just care for people. And that could sometimes be, I, I guess, taken the wrong way. And for the longest time, I felt bad about it. Mm. But at the same time, I'm like, I think it's, I've been told that it's a gift or like a, some type of like favor. And so I'm like, why would I stop being friendly to people? Or stop spreading joy if a couple of people were like offended by something that I do, or you know what I'm saying. Um, as far as how I go about it, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out. I think it's different. It's different being on the small campus where everything is looked under like a microscope and can be, you know, looked at in multiple different ways, interpreted different ways. Uh, but in the real world, it's like that's something I strive to be. I just want to spread joy. I just want to spread love. So I'm gonna keep doing me. Uh, communication is key. Mm-hmm. Communication is key, and I think a lot of people, myself included, end up getting hurt when communication is not there. Elaborate. Mm-hmm. Elaborate. Mm-hmm. Elaborate, please. Come 
Um, <laughs> dang, I feel like I've been talking about this a lot recently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you said what? Talk your talk, brother. Yeah. Elaborate. Talk talk, Elaborate for us. Oh my for gosh. the people, for us. Yeah. <clears throat> when it comes to the way we all behave here, a lot of times it's seen as flirty. A lot of times it's, and that can turn into leading people on, things like that, when that may not be our intention or when people like us but don't express it and then end up getting hurt from it. It's just lack of communication, but it happens multiple times with all of us, and we sometimes get put under a bad light with that. Um, when we are just like, if you see, if you see any of us at any given time, we're probably talking to someone, smiling. Oh yeah, making someone laugh in public. In public. In public. In broad daylight. In broad daylight, not hiding anything. Okay. I definitely get where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Well, what's what's, I have, what's I, Taylor's motto? I'm one of those flirty people. Like. Intentional community. <laughs> there we go. But I feel like I can't do intentional community. But let's say. We're grown folk. Brandon, this ain't high school. Even for the times, because I say this. Like I said, we're all <coughs> falling. There have been times where we all have flirted Oh, before. I've definitely made some mistakes. Yeah, don't we, get, I don't flirt all the time. Mistake. We've all flirted. <laughs> <laughs> we've all I flirt all the time, unapologetically. We've all like, flirted sometimes, right? Intentionally or unintentionally, right? So when you have confessed those things, do you find it like, does it feel like even when you confess those things, you're honest about those things, it still just comes back to bite you even though Almost you confessed definitely. it? Most definitely. <laughs> Talk to me. And something I was going to tell say earlier, something I appreciate about you, Mitch, is teaching me and many people how to be vulnerable. Um, that's something I've learned of, like the world needs more vulnerability. Mm. And I've learned to be more vulnerable through you. And so that just comes with me being able to be in a position where I'm not afraid to tell the mistakes that I made. Because I made plenty of them. I know, so as everyone knows, but they may not be as comfortable sharing it. But being able to share my mistakes. And even though it may come back to bite me, the hardest decision is to to keep being vulnerable. Uh, And it's just sometimes... You make a mistake and you have to face that consequence, and that's just—it is what it is. You hurt someone, um, and you gotta—you gotta face that. But other times, it's like when you think your intentions are good, and it comes back to bite you. It's like, dang, like this is not what I was intending, but I did end up doing this. I gotta own up to it. That's my biggest thing: is just being able to, no matter what, own up to, be a man about it, own up to your mistakes. Sometimes, a lot of times, people going to take advantage of that. But who says we are to hold back from that? Go ahead, Mitch. I know nah. you got something on your mind. No, I'm about to say, you own up to it. You own up to it. You have owned up to it. You always will own up to it. But even when you own up to it, these people still want to still drag you down. Mm. Mm. Even when you own up to it. Even when you, even when you, you, can, you can say, I killed 100 people. Put me in prison for a hundred years. This, 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 okay, this is this is a wild. You, you killed a hundred people. I killed a hundred people. Put me in prison for a hundred years. You can say that. Go to prison for it. Get out of prison and you still get. Do the time for it, and you still going like I. I was honest. E man, I had a question for for E man. My fault. I had a question for E man. E man is someone who doesn't even speak to like. 
many high school friends. We are, the kids next door are his family. We are his brothers. We are his blood brothers. Eman is our younger brother. Um, and my question to you, Eman, seeing all of us, seeing how we all live, you saying my brothers have bared my burdens so much these past few days. Eman, seeing all that we've gone through, all that we go through every day, how has this impacted your life? Because I would say you've lived like you really haven't, well, I wouldn't know, gotten into much before Taylor and stuff like that, before you met us. Like, how has this impacted your life? What, if, what are some takeaways that you've had from our lives? Um, that's something to think about. I wasn't expecting that question. That's Y'all getting deep today, that's for sure. Um, I mean, like, in all reality that... I don't even know how to put it. I guess just seeing the things that y'all go through each and every day, each and every day from a different perspective, because I'm usually not within the world of pain y'all go through. This <laughs> <laughs> is a world of pain. It is, hey, it is a world of pain. It is pain. <laughs> I'm usually outside the box. <laughs> laughing at us. I do laugh sometimes. Used to, used to. And used make to. and make hypotheticals. And all still do, yeah, still, still do. do. <laughs> um, be hilarious though. <laughs> yes. Um. I guess. What I, I mean, it's not something that I learned, but in a way, it's not even a a good thing. It sometimes it reassures me, like I really don't want to receive all that pain. For real. I don't want to feel all that. It's life. I know it's life. And I'm literally seeing life right in front of me. Like, this could this could happen to me. Basically. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm watching you guys as, as an example and see how you guys deal with it. But no matter how hard you guys may try to resolve or get through a certain situation, it's like... You have to go through all this. For what? <laughs> For what? That's but I, but at the same time, it's character development. It builds character, but you don't see it until, I mean, you really don't see it. It's just a part of you now. Um. So I guess I would learn the fact that this is something that I'm going to have to go through. And... My character hasn't been built yet. My story hasn't really been written much yet. Um, there's a lot for me to to experience and go through. Um, and once I go through these things, I'll have a far better understanding of what you guys go through and experience as well, instead of just me being the observer that I typically am. Um, so I guess I guess that's kind of what I can say about that this is I mean this is a good question because if I if I actually had time to think about it I probably would have a better answer but yeah I guess that's one way I can answer it mm. I was just gonna say I don't know who I was talking to about yesterday but <clears throat> E-Man what, we've had a conversation with E-Man about this before and like almost the idea of avoiding pain mm-hmm. I was gonna ask you a question about yeah. that like you see the way that all of us deal with emotion and like 
pain or even you know loss and stuff like how do you how 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 do you feel about handling your emotions like like how would you handle yours like seeing the way that we handle ours i guess it's i had a follow-up question too after that I, was, I got something to say go ahead maybe i don't know if i should say no go ahead no go ahead. i was just gonna say in my reflection I was ta- I don't know who I was talking to. Maybe it was you, Mitch. But just the idea that we hurt and get hurt. You said mm-hmm. to me yesterday. He said to me yesterday. I think we, we hurt and get hurt. Like no matter what, we like it. Just it's a part of life. Yeah. You can't avoid it. And it's sad, but it's, it's literally just part of life. Like mm-hmm. we've some of us have been done done greasy in here. And, and some of us have done greasy. Also done greasy. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, good. You good, know good. what I'm saying? Like yeah. we've done people bad. But we've like we have horrible. we have done people bad. Done people bad. And we've, we've also, also been, been done, done horrible. <laughs> I say we've done them bad, but we've been done horrible. We've been done horrible. <laughs> so it's the it's the idea that like, and I feel you because mm-hmm. after, <laughs> I mean, Mitch kind of going through right now. Hey Lord, you know hey, I'm tired. <laughs> but it's like after you go through some pain like that, you're like, dang, I don't want this again. Right. But it's like you, it's it's inevitable to happen. Whether that's a breakup, a death in the family, uh, you lose a job or a friendship or something mm-hmm. like that. It's no, it's everywhere. You can't escape. So it. I guess it's my question is like, with it. do you feel like you ever like you just want to run from your emotions or a feeling that you may have because of what we go through? Into that, into that question also, you have seen me. E-Man has seen me very high and very low. E-Man has seen me in a situation, uh, I guess, constantly doing it to myself. Uh, but without regret, though. Without regret, you know? Unapologetically. Unapolo- without regret. Putting my best foot forward, pursuing what I, what I love. Right. Would you put yourself out there the way that... I put myself no. out there. Goodness <laughs> gracious. <laughs> oh, shoot. Elaborate. Elaborate. He said no. I was hoping he said, he said yes. He said heavens no. no. <laughs> I was hoping he For said yes. Not. I was I, hoping. Oh, goodness. What about me? Dang, why not? See, Eman got his own. He got his own team. Eman kind of the same. I mean, we both Haitian. We just lay low key. Give me your hand. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Can y'all okay, that was grab it? see it, right? Hey, I think it's. That was a fast no. He said no. You want to put, put something Oh, out great there? heavens. That's what he said. Oh, oh great <laughs> heavens. Oh, great heavens. Now that we're speaking about pain and stuff. Give me some crunch. I think this is a good segue <laughs> into. This is a topic I was going to bring up. Or maybe we could, like, dive into this next week, too. What about mental health? Mm. And more specifically, like, how how in the black community. I, I know, at least with our generation. Mm. It's mm-hmm. become more like we become more aware of our minds and how how much it plays a role in our health. But like football, man. I guess I want to ask y'all, what's the what 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 are the effects of mental health on y'all and like how have y'all been dealing with it? Whoever wanted could take it. What's that? First thing I'm gonna say is this: I've been talking about this recently. I've been just talking to people about this recently. Uh, mental health is something that my family has uh, been through. I just find it so amazing. Like the, the question that I have is this: depression and being anxious. Like these were not things thirty years ago that our parents dealt with. It was more just like you sad, take it, get over it, take it a chance, life, move on. You're anxious, so what? You're anxious, okay? Pray about it. Take, think, it to, take it to the altar. I think 
the biggest reasoning is the social media yes. epidemic that no, I, I call it the social media epidemic. Like, go ahead. I would say, but even but even like looking at meds, medicine, people. If you look, if you look back yeah. at the times like when Jesus was around, of course they had like alcohol and they had mm-hmm. like other drugs and stuff like that. But like when people was depressed, people was sad. They didn't. They weren't. They didn't get like prescribed. Mm-hmm. X amount of dosages to yeah. stuff like that to take. Because it's like, just take these and go away. It's you like, know what I mean? How do people deal with those things back in the day? Like, we deal with those now. Prayer. With prayer literally, yeah. prayer. Mm-hmm. We deal with those with, like, medicine, depression, with medicine. Meditating. Do what you're going to do to get healthy. Do what you're going to do. But my question is just, like, at what point did you said social media? At what mm-hmm. point do we begin to refer to pills and refer to... Um, if you go to counseling, I, I refer everybody to go to counseling. counseling oh, is, for sure. Go to counseling. It's an amazing thing. You mm-hmm. should, I, I should go to counseling. Of that. For sure. I got a question based off of that. Just like, I might have been a rap song, but I forget the lyric specifically, but it was talking about this whole idea of like drugs, how when people are hurting, they go to drugs. And he says like, when in reality, what they need is love. Love is mm-hmm. uh, And in that sense, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And in that sense, it's like, it may sound like when you first hear that, you're like, oh, no, what are you talking about? But if you think about it, is it a lack of love that people are starting to have these problems, which is why they need to resort to these drugs? It might have been friends. That's how And to your question, to your your question, you just added another point I'm asking about. We ain't haven't answered one question. (laughs) (laughs) Facts. We just keep asking questions. Like, people who are like, people who are depressed. That's something you can't control. You wanna you wanna see if anyone wants to call in? Oh yeah, if you yeah, if you go through these things, please go please call, call in. in. If you got any uh answers to these, any other questions, please call in. Call in, like, text. People who are whoever. depressed, they can't Save control. The real quick. 765-998-4821. Say it again, please. 765-998-4821. Like people who are depressed do not like you can't control like you can't control the way you feel. Like, you can't control, like, mentally, like, you can't control it. You being anxious, you don't ask to be anxious. You don't ask for those things. You know what I'm saying? And I just wonder how you said a lack of love. There are some people, someone said, uh, along, I saw a video, it was like, being depressed is not being sad when things are going wrong. It's being sad when things are going right. Hmm. That was some, a video said that. Like, I know a lot of people who, one of my siblings, parents did all they could do to show love to my sibling. Um, to my sister, right? All they could do, best schools, literally love, like church, everything we did, we did all we could to, to love the sibling, but um, drugs, anxiety, depression was something this person still dealt with. So, like, Cause that, well, because like, I think sometimes, even just being with y'all, sometimes the best medicine is just coming back and just being, just ranting to the boys, you know what I'm saying? And just having people listen to you. Yeah. Building relationships. Yeah. I think when it comes to mental health, too, more than anything, you have to be self-aware. And the only way you can be self-aware is, you know, by doing oh, things like, oh, we got to call her? Like going to therapy, chatting with the boys, et cetera, et cetera. Therapy is lit, y'all. Go to counseling. I'm, I'm telling you. Go to counseling. Put it up to the, uh, this is uh, B. Smith. This is B. Smith. You want DT? If y'all call him, please talk about the topic. Oh, what's up, Enoch? Enoch? What yeah, up, what's, Enoch? What's your question? Shout out to Enoch. Shout out to, shout out to Enoch. 
Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay, so the question is about humility and like how do you cope with like not trying to be too proud and things like that. Is that is that your question? Yeah. Does that does that make sense? Mm, we both can answer. You go first. I got. I know. All right. Thanks for calling, Enoch. I got a buttload to say about that. All right. Call back if you have any more. All right. <laughs> hey, my boy Enoch, listening. That's what's up. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out Enoch for listening to the uh, podcast. But um, to answer your question, his question was, how do you deal with humility? Um, I know for me, I I talked this about my girlfriend. I feel like I suffer from imposter syndrome. Like, I can always do better. Like, I'm not as good as I think I am. When in reality, like, you know, I'm a lot more talented than I perceive myself to be. But I always had this mindset of, like, I can improve. I can do better. I know this isn't my best. So, I think a lot of me, like, not taking too much credit. Not necessarily taking credit, but, like, taking a lot of, like, oh, like, yeah, this is a this is a good take or like this is a good shot or this is a good this that or whatever is that I always feel like I can improve. And sometimes it's damaging, sometimes it's helpful, but it does at the end of the day does not allow me to get too much of a big head. Mm. I think there's a there's a sweet spot. I've always said there's a fine line between confidence and cocky, mm. like cockiness. And I don't know, I feel like I I don't know. I'm still a pretty quiet guy, but, like, for example, like, with football, like, I think there's a lot of times where I would, like, after a while, I would just, like, kind of tell myself, like, you know, I'm here for a reason because I'm a heck of an athlete, and that's why I'm on this field, and I don't think that's cockiness. I think that's just confidence in your ability, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I think when you start to boast and brag and just kind of talk about how oh, you're better than someone else, mm-hmm. even though they've worked just as hard as you. And, you know, it might be the case, but, like, that's not that's not your job to, like, kind of, like, put someone down mm-hmm. kind of on what they've done a little bit. So that's kind of what kind of what I do. I mean, I just try to – I don't try to do it too much. Like, I'll be like, okay, like, if I need to be confident, like, if there's a time where I, like, I need the confidence, then I'm going to, I guess, kind of act confident or I'm going <laughs> to – say things to myself to be confident but i i don't really think i've ever been that type of person to be cocky um but i know that's something that i don't know you got to kind of kind of be aware of almost so that that self-awareness of if it gets a little bit too much or if your head again like d hope was saying gets a little bit too big hmm. you're not cocky at all preston preston not cocky at all um Pride is the devil. Pride I think it's got a hold uh, on me. Uh, for me, my mother always told me, growing up, I was always one of the best in sports. And just God has blessed me with so many talents that I don't deserve. For music, sports, even though I'm not the best at sports, I still, I still am a collegiate athlete. Barbershop, like so many t- things I don't deserve at, at all. Um, my mom always told me, Cause I always be like, mom, they're calling me cocky. Like, what does that mean? She's like, Mitchell, you're not cocky, you're confident. She always told me that. Um, and I think I finally began to realize that when people here see me 
and they see my confidence sometimes as arrogance. And it bothers me because it's like, if y'all really know me, if you really know me, I'm not, I feel like I'm not arrogant. Y'all my blood. Y'all would tell me, I would assume. Am I arrogant, y'all? No. I feel like if you really, if I'm not arrogant, I, I don't think I am. No. If anything, I, spit, no. if anything, I'd be, I'd be capping about if I can dunk or not. I'd be talking about my dunk skills, my basketball skills. I'd be lying about that. 360 windmill. We heard about that. But I think it's funny because it's like, you're joking. But we know that at the end of the day, you're just showing off your confidence. It's my competitive nature and me just talking stuff. And I think you should have that. The thing about Preston, Preston said, you should not brag about things and you should not do those things. That is a fact. One thing that I've done that I've become aware of, maybe bad, maybe good, is the proof is in the pudding. I'm all about spitting the facts. When it comes to me just being competitive and stuff like that, if with football especially, uh, f- sophomore year I started every game. Sophomore year, junior rolled around, didn't play as much. Senior came around, barely played until the end of the season. Um, people that were in front of me also worked hard. We all put the same amount of work in. You know what I'm saying? We always in the film sets and stuff like that. But it came to a point to where it's like, I'm not saying I'm better than them, but I'm saying the proof is in the pudding. When it comes to this, if you look at the stats from back in the day, and I'm gonna be the first to tell y'all, I done been locked up, <laughs> I done been embarrassed, locked up, I done been sunned, no, I done like, been oh, no, DB, I done, I've I've hey, been sunned. Hey, shout out Mike Malone. Mike Malone sunned me, mm. embarrassed me in front of my mother in the stance. My mother was there, and then he posted it on his Instagram. <laughs> then he posted. What, it? what happened? Uh, what happened? It was a. It that's, was a fade. My thing is this: it was you, get off, you couldn't get off press. Listen, the, the, listen, the press. Listen, the press. Is, I'm a little dude. The press is different. The press was different. Um, but to answer your question, to answer your question, you look at me. The press coverage was different. To answer the question, when it comes to humility and confidence, um, for me at least, I have to constantly remind myself I am not deserving of anything that I have, of anything, of any talent, mm. any talent to be able to rap, sing, dance, no matter what. I'm not deserving of anything that I have. Um, but one thing that I also, last thing I'm going to say, was a moment of humility for me is whenever, this is in general, yeah, not my situation, in general, whenever you like have someone you're pursuing, right, and they don't like you or something like that, what do people always say typically? Oh, it's their loss or like that, right? It's their loss. I feel like that's just toxic. Oh, it's their loss. I'm not trying to say that I'm better than this person. I'm not trying to say that. It didn't work out. Things just didn't work out. I think it's more of... Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, like that's just, that's just so toxic mindset. Oh, you know, that's, that's a fact. I was going to say, I've always looked at it as like, obviously like it's a hard time if like there's someone that you like and they don't like you back. I've always looked at it growing up that it's like, it's almost like a a confident booster in itself. Like it's someone telling you like, oh yeah, it's, it's their loss because you know, you're, you're a good guy. Like, I don't know, like, mm. yeah, I feel like the person saying it is just trying to boost your confidence a little bit because they know how hard it is to go through something like that. It's, but that, that's how I've looked at it. It's definitely toxic because I think that's why it's so easy for people in that situation when someone doesn't like them back for them to talk trash about that person. Because yes. it's, it's a coping mechanism. Yes. Yeah. Which is it's I agree lame, with that. It's lame that that's what it's come yes. down to. Because, yeah, like, yeah. at the end of and even here, this is something that I've had to preach to myself multiple times, especially like middle school, high school. But you cannot get mad if someone does not like you. You cannot force someone to like you. And if you are forcing someone to like you, then like, what are you doing? 
You know what I'm saying? Here's the question. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, last thing I'm going to say. Last thing I'm going to say on this was with this, and then you can go to your question. But shut up, Pete. <laughs> uh, what? clap? One thing, one tough pill that I had to swallow was not every connection you have with someone is meant to be like a romantic thing. Like mm-hmm. You can have connections with people without it being a romantic interest. And I've had to learn that the hard way. What's our motto? What's our, what's our motto? What's our school motto? Intentional community. Oh, intentional community. <laughs> I mean, you say, you say? Well, I was gonna say something. I, don't know. I didn't know if you were done. I guess, I guess, I feel like that's what kind of separate separates me too. Like, I don't really care if people like me or not. Like, I just feel like I'm so nonchalant with everything. Like, I don't chase friendships. I feel mm-hmm. like. There, will be natural, and, and then they'll be here. Like, mm-hmm. like your your friends will be there for you at all times. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to be there for my friends at all times. And if I guess I just want to say, I, I guess I'm saying like I just don't chase. I got, I got one thing. Friends, real quick, revisiting what I said earlier about you can't get mad if someone doesn't like you. It's right. also dependent on communication, right? Because if someone straight up tells you, yeah. "Hey, I'm sorry, I don't have feelings for you." I mean, yeah, it's gonna suck, but it's like okay, I respect I be like, you okay. being honest. But yeah. if you're gonna lie, I don't grudges, beat like, around the bush, mm-hmm. and leave me out to dry, then that's when it's yeah. like it's wrong. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel yes, like yes, yes. I feel like you should tell that person, like, yeah. yeah, what you did was wrong. Um, I'm the type of person I don't hold grudges. I can't. I feel like life's too short. Life's like too short. I can't. I can't sit here and just be like, yeah, I'm mad at you because of what you did. But I can just say like. I'm going to move on from it. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm going to like hang out or like, you know, I'm still going to be cordial. Be like, ask you how you're doing because I just feel like life's too short. My and question. I feel like more people need to be like that. I need that. Life's yeah, too short. My, bad. my question for DT. You know, this goes back to your question too on humility. People always say, and this for even being when you're confident, we're, you're attra- we're attractive males, you're attractive male, right? <clears throat> if it's going to happen, no matter what it is, it'll happen naturally. It'll come easy, right? Mm-hmm. Our pride, our pride sometimes will not let us chase something that we want because oh, I'm too, I'm too good. If if if, if Shadi want me, she'll come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our pride mm-hmm. will not let us do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Eman, that's why I told. That's why I asked Eman the question: Would you put yourself out there like I did? Our pride. I'm a very, I used to be a very proud person. Our pride will not let us double text that girl. Mm-hmm. Will not let us. Hey, want to hang out? No. <sighs> try again tomorrow as Brandon said Brandon always says that our pride will not let us do that right because yeah. it's just more like yeah. oh man she don't want me her loss all these things mm-hmm. at what point do you think you say you don't chase your nonchalant mm-hmm. at what point I think I think I'm talking. I think I was talking on like a friendship level. Like I'm not gonna chase somebody for as a friend on a friendship level. I agree. When it comes to someone that I'm like madly want, like I just want that person so bad on a relationship. You know, like I'm chasing her because yeah, (laughs) it's helping me. It's helping me talk. If I'm chasing a a lady, right? Then yeah, I'm. I, I gotta let the pride go. Like I have to, the pride has to go. I have to let the pride go go. because the more that I wait on this opportunity and the more I just be nonchalant about the opportunity is the more time for it to go. Like, (laughs) like it's just, 
you have to be persistent. Next. You have to be persistent. And I mean, it just goes back to I literally seen it firsthand with D Hope. Yes, I'm with D Hope, yes. Mm. Bro hit D-Hope. no, 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 no. Back to back to back. So many no's. Back to back to back to back to back. And still came out on and top. And he came yeah. out on top and it's like I honestly really now feel like I honestly feel like he was put through tests. It was tests to see are you going to stay even though I say no? Are you going to do all that? You straight? But I think for the person that you want, you have to let go of your pride. And just like his lyrics, I had to let my pride aside just to get some light inside. You want that person? Okay, okay, okay. But when? Like, you have to. But when is it time for you to yeah. let go? When Jesus himself comes back and says, dude, what are you doing? Come on. That's when what God, I was going to say. When God comes, someone asks me the same thing. Listen, when I tell y'all. Someone just said DT speaking truth. When I tell y'all. When I tell y'all merch. Somebody. Listen. D-Hope was a lot of people in my corner was giving me information d hope was someone who was consistently telling me to put my pride aside and show that humility Mm -hmm. consistently right and in this process i was constantly enoch in these situations you got to constantly you have to surrender things to the lord yeah you got to be on your knees and you got to hope and pray if it's not god's will god will make it completely clear in my life there were so many signs i'd be like god give me a sign i see a sign one second Opposite sign next second. I'm like, I don't know what to do, so I'm gonna keep it moving, keep it pushing. You know what's done when God Himself says, <laughs> Hey yo, brother, go ahead and stop that real quick. <laughs> mm. Going back on DT's point, this might just go off into a different topic, but the whole idea of life too short, living with urgency. This may need to be a whole separate topic. Yeah. But and I think I've had conversations about this with Mitch. Like, we kind of joke about it when it comes to pursuing someone. Like, well, who says I'm going to be alive tomorrow? Mm-hmm. F it. I'm going to go for it. Right. Uh, but sense. the whole idea of living with urgency, nothing is guaranteed for us. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing. We never know when our last breath will be. We mm-hmm. never know when our family member's last breath last breath will be. Yeah. We never know what could happen. Mm. So how, did, how does that... Go ahead, bro. How Let does it that out. translate to y'all as far as... Like, how does that... That's something that's been on my heart for about a year. Um, and it's kind of scary. But at the same time, it's like we should be living our life. Mm-hmm. One, being Christ followers, we should be living our life knowing that knowing exactly where we're going if we die. Mm-hmm. So we should be fearless in that sense. But how does that change our life knowing that nothing is guaranteed? And I think that comes with letting y'all... Letting the boys know, hey, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. You never know when the next time we'll see each other. Mm-hmm. Or, um, we only got a couple months, bro. It's crazy. Literally, I'm bad at half of us are gone. Literally, and like, who knows where we'll end up? Yeah. But how's that affect y'all? But I know for me, I I'm often called emotional because I we all are <laughs> we all are because I often say like. I let I let my brothers know I love them. I say like you know I'm here for you, appreciate you. Y'all know that's like a line of mine that I say often. And um, I don't know. I think it's a, I I think it's important for us to have a mindset like that. 
Like, I don't ever want to, you know, somebody that I'm real close to, my girl, my boys. Like, I don't ever want to like go to sleep with any any of us going, any of us mm-hmm. being angry, because mm-hmm. like, I don't want my last time seeing you, or my last time being with you, be full of something negative, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, like, what if we don't see each other again? And like, now all you can think of is like, man, last time I saw him, we was like, we went on good terms. Mm-hmm. I think it's important that. With every relationship that you have, that you truly cherish, whether it be with your boys, your girl, your sisters, your mom, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, yeah. that you that you truly emphasize the love that you have for them every moment that you every moment that you get, cause, cause like B just said, like it could be taken away like that. Tomorrow we might not even wake up. So, mm. with that being said, shout out my Duke, shout out Brittany, mm. Denisha, Chris, mm. Pops, Ma. Uh, uh, my wife here, Donalds. Of course, I can't. I can't not shout her out. Go ahead. Must be nice. <laughs> must be um, nice. Yeah, that's my piece. Peace. But yeah, I was gonna say like, as far as like, um, holding every moment like it's my last. Um, I guess my problems, I feel like I, I, I take my moments and my experiences for granted, but I don't take the people around me for granted. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like I take life in itself for granted. Um, and I feel like I always think, oh, yeah, I got this. I got tomorrow to do this and that. I got um, I got another day to hang out you know, with the boys or I got another day to talk to this person or I had another day just to text my mom, I love you. You know what I mean? And I don't, I guess, I never really want to, like, I don't want anybody to leave this earth not knowing that I wasn't there to say, like, I love you. Mm. Um, or be there for someone, I guess. Mm. I don't know where I was going. I, I, had, I had it all planned out in my head, but I just kind of, like, lost it. You know something I just thought of? Email. Or do you want you want email to speak first? No, I'm just saying, I didn't want to round. Um, I forget the scripture of it, but I, oh, I just had it too. But it talks about it. Pretty much says, "Be nice to strange." It's a Bible verse. Be mm. nice to strangers, for some have entertained angels. Mm. And it's just like it's for me. What that means to me is like. The way we go about treating people, like we never know what people are going through. Mm-hmm. Um, we never know when. Oh, we talked about it. I think this was at church. Yes, Eman. This our pastor was talking about this at church. But um, when it came to like people running to drivers with like road rage and stuff like that, mm. it's like instead of getting mad and throwing that anger back, take a second and think: What could this person be going through? Does he have a loved one in the hospital right now? Mm-hmm. Is his wife pregnant right now? Did someone just die in his family right now? Like, we have no clue. And I think the way we go about interactions with people, we should almost have the mentality, like, I don't know what this person is going through, so let me try to just bring joy to this person. For sure. Be nice to this person. For sure. Spread love. For sure. I don't know what made me think of that. It goes back to you being unapologetically you. Unapologetically me. A nice person, bro. Because I feel like you should, because if you were in that position, you deserve that same love. Um, I know a couple of times when I was like, high school and stuff we would go to restaurants you know there'd be like waitresses and waiters you know they mess up 
whatever. And then you got some people complaining, this and that. Like, why she not at our table first? We came in before them, this and that. And I'm like, you know, you really don't know what they're going through right now. Like, you should give them that 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 gratitude um, for them to even be here um, and even be willing to serve to you. serve you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like we need to we need to be more compassionate with how we treat one another because we never know when that last time we're going to see that person is. And I don't think we have we have we don't have time to hold grudges on people either. Mm hmm. Um, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's one thing that I'm really big in because I have like, you know, personal, you know, stuff happening in my life where, you know, there's grudges being held. And I just feel like there has to be some type of time where we can move forward and forgive, not forget, but move forward and understand that, you know, everyone d- does need love even just to grow from that situation or whatnot. So Where's the love, y'all? Yeah. Your question Black Eyed Peas. Where is the love? Your question was how do we live in that moment? It's yeah, just, way. just with urgency. Um I don't want I don't want a lot of things in my life. I live a pretty simple life. Like I said, God has blessed me with so much where I don't have to worry about anything at all. Uh, when it comes to just great parents, finances, just everything is. I don't really pray for anything. Um, the reason when it comes to me living with urgency in a way, I wrote the one thing that I did want was not guaranteed. That's why I was able to live with so much urgency in a way. Everything mm-hmm. else that I have, everything that I have is guaranteed. Like my friendships with y'all. This is guaranteed. We locked in this forever. My parents are guaranteed. The car that my dad paid for, guaranteed. Finances, I'm always having money. That stuff, like everything that people want is guaranteed. But the one thing that I actually, the one thing that I actually wanted was not guaranteed. Um, that's why for me at least, it was, it's so easy for me to, and back to the thing, it's so easy for me to put myself out there and live in the moment and take that opportunity for what it was experience for what it was because like you said tomorrow's not guaranteed if anything I want people to especially in certain situations I want I want it to be remembered I want Mitchell to be remembered as that person gave his all that person showed so much love, it was unbearing, you know? Instead of it being anything negative. Oh, this happened, or he said that, or ended on bad. No matter what it is, I want things to be remembered with love. The way Jesus intended it to be. I want to love you just like Jesus, unconditionally. That's fire. That's fire. He feels himself. I want that fire. I want to love you like Jesus loves you unconditionally. Like Jesus loved the church. What did Lecrae say? And just like you, I just want to be, you know that song. I just want to be by my, that, that's no, not, that's just not like you, walk like, talk like. He said, I don't know that song. Love your wife. No, live a, love a wife, love a wife. Love a wife like Christ, love the church without seeing how many hearts we could break for. Something like that. Lecrae got it from me. Word. That's not, that's not, that's pride, you know, that's not humility. I got, I don't know where he got it from. 
<laughs> hey man, how about you, brother? Please ask the question again. Like, what, what, what exactly do you want me to? Because we we hit on a lot of things, to be honest. How do you live in the moment, brother? How do you live in the moment, Iman? Do you live in the moment? <sighs> uh, okay, so, I mean, based on this conversation, this kind of, it. I mean, it's not eye-opening, but it, it kind of does make certain things in my life stand out and how I'm around men like you guys because I don't necessarily think about these things or live in the same type of way um because you guys are in the mindset of not everything is guaranteed when that's not even a thought in my head um living in the moment it may be a thought at one point but that's just a moment um so I don't I don't exactly have I've never I'm not I don't think I've really thought to experience like living in the moment while I was in the moment before um so I don't really know but I mean one thing I will say is um just hearing you guys it it really has stuck out of how much I'm lacking but not in necessarily a bad way but there's a a long road yeah there's a lot a long road for me to progress and I could see that as potential or I could take it in a negative route where I just see like I'm low of worth, but that's not exactly what I should be thinking about um, when I'm surrounded by you guys and you guys uh, adding positivity to my life. And I try to do the same for you guys as well. So I don't know. That's that's kind of. I really don't have much to say in terms of living in a moment and all that, but I, I guess that's what I can contribute to the conversation. If anyone has anything to say, go ahead and call in at 765-998-4821. Preston. <clears throat> yeah. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of need some more time to think about this. I don't That's know. That's cool. Ain't no need to. Uh, keep it nice and short. The way I live in the moment, just not thinking about the future. I don't know. That, that's literally, that's, I mean, that's literally what I do. I'm all like, especially right now, though, with leaving Taylor in two months, like, or however long. I'm like, what? New chapter, season of uncertainty. Uh, even though sometimes it's hard. Not to, that's like my main focus right now is like literally just, like obviously there's some stuff I got to do now to prepare myself for the future, but other than that, I don't really try to think about it that much. Also, I think I'm just so preoccupied right now in my life that I'm not really thinking about it. And it's just, it's just helped me live in the moment a little bit easier. Mm. I go by plan the future, live in the moment. Say it again. Yeah. Yeah. Plan the future, live in the moment, yeah, let go, learn from the past. Live with urgency. It's so important to just live in the moment, live in the present. Mm. I feel like people, if you want to go do something, go do it. Like, 
don't do nothing like bad or anything, but like just go do it. Have fun. You only get one one life to live. And you should maximize it. Make it sound so freaking easy. It's not easy by any means. It's not really not. not. It's not easy by any means. I just think it's important that, first of all, you keep your mental health straight. And second of all, you just find a way to do what you need, you want to do in life. And it's not easy, but you're willing to do it for things that you love. Mm-hmm. It, if you love. If you love something, you if you love something, you are willing to do it. You're willing to live in the moment. Because then you realize it's love, because when the moment's almost over, you want to keep extending the moment. Mm-hmm. You don't want the moment to end, you know? You want that high to stay there. It's not easy at all, but love ain't easy. Love ain't easy. Love takes practice. Shooting in the gym like Kobe and Shaq was. But when you ain't got a gym, how can you practice? <laughs> Mental reps. Mental reps, Mental baby. reps. Film. Mental <laughs> reps. Hey, that boy no. King Lo said... It ain't selfish to love yourself more. Because if you loved you more, maybe you could love a few more. Hmm. Let that marinate. But he's not a rapper. Let that marinate. But I'm not a rapper. All right, y'all. We're going to end it on that note. Thank y'all for tuning in. Wait, Thank y'all for calling. We need calling a would you rather. Oh, yeah, I thought it was would you rather. Oh, let's get a would you rather real quick. <laughs> I said we change it up tonight, y'all. I said we I said we end with the prayer tonight for the for the viewers. Mm. Mm. We end with the prayer. Mm. Go ahead, Mitch. Okay. So let's bow our heads, people. Jesus, thank you for this podcast. Thank you for these viewers, Lord. Um, first and foremost, let anything that we talk about on this podcast be without selfish intent, Lord. Let it just be, especially tonight, just to be glor- just to glorify you, Lord. Not let it not to be to impress anybody or to defend ourselves or um this is just something that we love lord it's an outlet for us to get our stuff off lord with this all the bs going on in the world lord and we just really appreciate you lord for giving us the strength and the courage to come on this show and be vulnerable with each other and with the viewers for the 10 viewers we got no matter how many people we got um lord i pray over everyone tonight a good sleep i pray that you can free everyone's mind Whatever they're going through, no matter if it's mental health issues, family issues, relationship issues with their husband or wives, girlfriends, boyfriends, friendships, teachers, classes, let them understand that worrying does not add another day to their life, Lord. Let them take it one day at a time, Lord, not planning in the future, Lord. Let us just all live in the moment and just be grateful for you and grateful for who you are, Lord. I just want to thank you for my family. Thank you for my brothers, these men in this room, the kids next door, plus E-Man, the neighbor, Lord. In all seriousness, Lord, because as I said, Galatians 6, they have been the embodiment of bearing my burdens uh, recently, and hopefully I bearing their burdens also, Lord. Um, Last thing I'm going to say, Lord, even when we don't have the strength, even when we feel weak, weak in the knees, weak in the arms, Lord, continue to give us strength to bear one another's burdens, Lord. No matter if we think we can't carry a load, give us strength to carry another load, Lord, and another and another. Let me pray. Amen. 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 Spring break next week. Is it next week? Yeah, next Friday. Friday. Next Friday. Dang, I gotta get in the gym, y'all. <laughs> you gotta get in the gym. I gotta get in the gym. My chest locking. Hey, at least I don't got a gun. Thank you for that prayer. Back. Anyway, Love once again, Love, it's your favorite. Kids next door. Woo! Woo! Kids next door. Be easy now. That should be.